You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Parents, how many days is it to Christmas? Five! They don't care. They don't care. Is that true, parents? Do we not care this Christmas? No, we do care. We're just trying to keep it under wraps. <laughs> just let that sink in. All right. You know, the, the youth and some of the church um, shared a, a drama of this perfect Christmas picture, right? And uh, that picture had, what did the picture have? What was in the picture? Santa. Okay, Santa was in the picture, yes. Jesus was initially in the picture. Anybody else besides Caleb? Mary and Joseph was in the picture. Wise men. Yeah, there was some, some cool guy with some turkey on a head was in the picture. Yeah. Yes, good. So there was lots of stuff in the picture, right? Lots of, lots of things going on. Um, but if you remember in the drama, okay, just before the picture was to be taken, what was removed... What was removed from the picture? Silas. The manger. manger, Right? Because it just didn't seem to be kind of, it seems to be out of place. Do you know, when you read the story, actually the original story, uh, the account of Jesus being born, do you know, he came into a situation where actually there was also not room for him in the picture. Um, And I'm going to read the passage of scripture, or would someone like to read it for us? Silas, would you like to come read this? All right. You're just going to read three chapters here in the Bible. <laughs> no, we're only going to read from here to here. Okay. Yeah, seven verses. All right, so this is Silas's moment to shine. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a de- decree that a census should be taken of, of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while the Quirinius and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up to up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who, w- who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While there were, they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him on a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Because there was no room. Well done, Silas. So here in the story, which Silas so amazingly read, um, Mary and Joseph have to go to Bethlehem, which was quite a journey, and they, they traveled there, and uh, expecting to go somewhere to stay, she's pregnant, you, you know, I, I know some of you have been pregnant in this room, and uh, usually long journeys are not enjoyable, especially the later stages of pregnancy. I can not relate personally, but I do remember when Donna was pregnant, and 
you know, long journeys were just not kind of the best plan, right? Samantha's also agreeing with that. Um, but then there came a time, they, they got to the place where they, uh, to Bethlehem, and the inn or the place of lodging that they would have otherwise stayed, there was no room. There was, it was completely packed with people. Um, because everyone was having to migrate to wherever their ancestries were. And, uh, so Joseph and Mary had to go to Bethlehem, but there was no place for them. And in this situation, if you can just imagine, the most significant man ever to walk the face of the earth was about to be born. And the innkeeper and those who kind of provided the lodging completely missed it. Just imagine the thought. It'd be like, who's the most amazing person in this world today? Me. I don't know whose child this is, but... Uh, It would be the same as having, you know, uh, Princess Charlotte being born uh, or coming, you know, to, to Burgess Hill. And, uh, you know, William and Kate are, are, are trapped. They traveled here and, and uh, you know, Kate's pregnant. And it's kind of this, this moment. And the local premier, premier in um, is just too full, right? It's just too, too full to, to handle uh, Kate and Will. So, um, you know, there is the garage in the back and uh, there is kind of a, t- there's a, a place, kind of a, a tool box that, uh, you know, little Charlotte could be born into. Um, and this is kind of the situation. And all the while, not knowing that actually who is being born is someone royal, someone amazing, someone very, very special. They were just too busy. And just like that picture that we saw in, uh, or the drama that was presented, sometimes life, and even at Christmas time, we can be so busy with lots of stuff that actually, um, just like the innkeeper was too busy to actually enter, to have Jesus enter into their world, sometimes our, our life can be so busy and we can be so di- distracted by other things that we actually don't have space for, for Jesus to enter our space, uh, into our world. The thing is that we don't, realize what we're missing. When Jesus was born, I'm sure the people in the, the hotel or the inn, you know, they were going on, life is normal, having their teas and coffees and having their, their evening meal. And outside, something miraculous was, was happening. At that moment that Jesus was born, there were angels singing. They were praising God. Shepherds journeyed because of this revelation of the angels, they journeyed to where a star was shining above this manger, above the stable. Wow! There were wise men that traveled a great distance just to experience who this, this wonder was. And all the while, in the inn, there were people completely oblivious to this. Completely oblivious to the fact that something amazing was going on just outside the door. You know, it's kind of funny how right beside us, we can be sitting beside someone who can experience something amazing about who Jesus really is. And yet we can be going on with life and completely miss it. We can completely miss the point of the story, the point of who Jesus really is. You see, when Jesus comes, he, he actually, he can take center stage in our lives and he can bring change and he can bring hope and he can bring love and he can bring all that we need is found in him. 
And yet we can easily miss it because we're tied up with other things. Jesus today is still doing amazing things in our lives and can do. And there's a great verse in the Bible that says he stands at the door and knocks. You know, it's just kind of the same picture of his birth. He stood at the door. I mean, he himself didn't stand, but Mary and Joseph stood at the door and knocked. Right? Was there room for him? No, no, no. Sorry, we're too busy here. No, there was no room. That's right. But then we see later, Jesus also then stands at the door, not just of a physical building, but he actually stands at the door of a heart and says, you know what? I, I want to come and I want to, to meet with you and I want to bring change into our lives. The challenge for us, I think, in, in everyday life that we live is opening the door to him. Is, is, is creating space for him. And just like in that picture, we think, well, if Jesus were to take center stage in my life, what would that look like? What would it look like if Jesus was to be in the center? Would a lot of things have to change? I can guarantee you this, that when Jesus comes and takes his place in your life, when you invite him in, amazing things will happen. Things happen that, you know, just when Jesus was born, amazing things happened. It wasn't just any baby being born into this world. Supernatural stuff happened because he was brought into this environment. The animals got to experience something that the people missed. Wow. In the same place today, 2,000 years, years later, his spirit is still with us. When we accept him and we open the door of our hearts to him, we may not have angels singing overhead, okay? Most likely not. You may not have a halo rest on your shoulder. You may not have um, a, a star above your head. That may not happen. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen it happen. But what does happen is something changes on the inside of our lives. There's a, there's a sense of hope and a sense of peace and a sense of new life that comes inside of us. Just like when Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, new life came and the world started to respond. If you think about history and how much changed when Jesus was born, how we calculate dates, it was all based upon Christ's birth. He changed history and yet the innkeeper missed it. Do you know, God can change history in your life. And I just encourage you to not miss it. Don't be the person that actually misses what God can do in and through your life. You see, the experience of the supernatural we were experiencing us is love. What true love is all about. We experience peace and we experience forgiveness and we experience, as I said, this new life. And the response is simple, is that He waits for us to open the door. Joseph and Mary didn't kick down the door of the innkeeper's house or the lodging that he was to go to or they were waiting for. They simply knocked and they said, no, there's no room. And you know, Jesus does the same with us. He simply knocks on the door of our hearts and says, are are you willing to let me come in? Are you willing to to open the door? What the promise is, is that if if we open the door, say, you know what? Do you know what? I, I, I maybe lived my, a, a lot of my life without knowing the Lord personally. But today, I'm going to choose to open that door and, and let him in. Do you know what? He will come in. And it says he will meet with us and he will, we will encounter him. And for each one of us, that can look very differently, what that experience is like. But it starts with us opening the door of our hearts and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to see. 
There's a verse in the Bible that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I can guarantee you from my own experience that when I've opened the door and I have to keep, can I just say, even for those who do believe in Jesus, there's a, there's an element of my life. I have to keep opening the door, right? It's not just a one-off. It's, it's continually saying, God, I, I want you to come and be part of my life today and tomorrow and the next day. I keep opening the door to let his spirit in and move in me. And so as we head into this Christmas season, let's not throw the manger out to give room for everything else. But can we invite Jesus in and say, you know what? I, I want to experience what true life is all about. I'm going to pray. And then I think we've got another carol or two or a song. Don't really know what's going on after this. This is my part to shine. But uh, I'm sure there's something great. But I'm going to pray. And uh, even as I pray, if, if this is something that you think, I, I would like to experience Jesus in my life. I've, I've never, I don't quite know what this is all about. I'd like to experience it. I want to pray. And I just encourage you to pray in your heart along with me. And then as, a, as an added note, we, we will be doing an Alpha course in, um, in February, which is an opportunity to explore the Christian faith in a very uh, open way. It's non-threatening, but it's a great way to explore what this is all about. So I want to pray and then we'll sing or we'll hear a song being sung. Lord, I thank you that you love us, that you care for us, that you've got a plan for us. And Lord, 2,000 years ago, you came into this world because of your great love for us. And God, as a response to that, Lord, we, we, don't, want like, we want, don't want to be like the innkeeper who, who shut the door to you. But Father, we want to open the door of our hearts this day and say, God, would you come in? Would you move in my life? Would you forgive my sins? Would you, your spirit rest in my life? I thank you for sending your son. Yes. <clears throat> Help me to follow after you going forward. In your name, amen. amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.